0: Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver, Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great.
1: Hey guys,
2: Wayne Johnson. Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 38 recap of lakeside and lake of the ozark a couple missouri tracks there and not a lot of racing left we look looks like we got three more nights to go and i'd say we fared a little better this week uh learning some things and felt like the engine ran at least that was something we've struggled with a little bit and got some rpm out of it so looking forward to talking to A little bit about the results, I guess you could say. This time,
1: that's definitely an improvement. That you're looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, normally the results. I just want to get right past those because haven't been very good lately, and still not great. But uh, feel like
1: you're making progress.
2: Yeah, I feel like I am. Really, I really uh, feel like we've gained on a couple things. Some stuff that I've been working on uh, just today in the shop. Been measuring the ladder mounts and that kind of stuff in these cars, and deciphering what's going on with... I don't have any old frames laying around and I wanted to measure some stuff. So I made a couple of phone calls. Actually, Dan at Maxim, I talked to him today. I talked to Phillips Dietz with the JJR car. Jerry Russell at Eagle Chassis. Are you
1: trying to get like a consensus? And uh,
2: Wayne Simmons with F5. So just, you know, I don't have an old car to measure off of. So for some reason, I had this number in my head of what... The ladder mounts are mounted in these cars at a certain degree.
1: Were you off? Well, you, you had my it in your number head. in my
2: head, from what I remember years ago,
1: because
2: mm-hmm. I've measured these back, it's been years ago, the number I have is five degrees. When I measure these new cars, they got multiple mounts, where back in the day we only had one mount for a ladder, and we got multiple mounts. And, like, there's three different options, and it's two, five, and seven. Okay. And that's to spike the top whether and there's ways to move it in and out and all kinds of things but i just had five degrees stuck in my head just was trying to look for some clarification because i've been running it at two. was that this, part of your problem this weekend i put it at five and i felt better so just looking for clarification if the old cars were five or two or what'd you find 10 out what or was- 12 or well uh maximum don't have the old fixtures anymore so they're not sure but they think they're the same as what they've always been and that would be using the bottom hole on the inside and the middle hole on the top. That's five degrees. So I was off, if that's the case, because I was in the inside hose on top and bottom. With that being said, uh, Phillips said they've been all over the place. They've been out in uh, everywhere. And uh, he was going to look for some notes and see if he had any stuff from years past that maybe that uh, he measured. and But he didn't, couldn't remember, and they didn't have an old car laying around either, so...
1: Well, that's an interesting, like, tangent you've gone down. Jerry now. Ru-
2: Jerry Russell was uh, supposed to call me back with uh, some measurements. He never did yet, so maybe he'll get back with me tomorrow. And Wayne Simmons, actually, uh, the Twister chassis guy from Knoxville, now lives in Tulsa, been friends of mine a long time, he actually had a fixture that he went and got off the shelf and measured it, and he said it's his cars have always been five degrees. So I know Wayne wouldn't have did anything
1: drastically different than, from than anyone else, else. so right. that
2: i'm thinking that the old cars were five degrees so i'm not done searching out an old maxim car laying in somebody's pile where i can go measure it
1: okay well maybe somebody listening has that for you <laughs> you never know
2: there's a lot to it you know you you, you uh, as a fan or you yourself you know there's a lot to these cars i mean there's they look pretty simple and they bolt together really easy but there's a lot of adjustments and
1: well, I just know if you disappear during the day for a very long time you're probably working on something and you're going down a rabbit hole and I think that may have been what you were doing today, which is fine. That's well great. I've been
2: that's what I mean when, when it's slow in the shop, that's what I do. I dig around and see just trying to make things better and that was something that uh I've been working on. I haven't been able to stick the right rear, so working around each thing that I feel like you know, working on one thing at a time right, to get better. Cool. And when you try to change multiple things, I don't feel like we learn enough. So just trying to do my due diligence and do just a little bit at a time. And this week, it's ladder mounts.
1: Okay, then. Do you want some results? Sure. Speaking of the result On Friday, you raced at Lakeside 36 cars total. Qualified, you went out ninth, qualified 22nd. So that's the third 22nd qualifying in a row, FYI, on my book.
2: Woo-woo um 22. that put you the number
1: sixth in heat two and you finished sixth in that heat that put you fourth in the b and i don't know what happened mister i'm looking forward to this results but you finished 13th in the b mm-hmm. <laughs> i
2: well,
1: don't know what happened there but it well, didn't turn out great <laughs> qualifying
2: uh i went out i felt like i made a decent lap i just felt like i spun a lot didn't feel like I was in the track and that's something I've been really working on and trying to get better at. Not bad, just uh, when, a, when the racetrack loses grip, I lose grip in the car and I actually feel like I sit on top of the racetrack and that was kind of what happened there. But uh, started six in the heat and really got a really good start. Ripped the top in one and two and got by Gio Selzy and Donnie Shots, and got to fourth into a transfer spot and was ripping the top in one and two and in three and four and then I don't know. Three or four laps into the race, Donnie uh, showed his nose off of four and actually pulled alongside me down the front straightaway. And so I blocked him going into one and ran the bottom. And then down the uh, back straightaway, uh, you know, I decided I probably ought to try to run the bottom and three and four because evidently there was something down there because he pulled alongside of me off of four. And I did that and I did. I thought I did fairly well because I didn't see him anymore. <clears throat> but I knew the top was quicker, but I thought, you know what, probably go the safe bet, run the bottom in one and two one more time and then get back up to the top and ran the bottom in one and two and lo and behold, here he come off of two on the top. Me and him were side by side down the back straightaway and and uh, raced into three and he shut the door on me pretty hard and I lost air moving across the wing. You know, we talk about arrow and aerial dependent. I lost the air off the top wing and uh, got the car really loose when it does that. And I slid up the hill and lost all momentum, lost my spot to Donnie. And then uh, took me about three quarters of a lap to get back up to speed. And by that time, uh, coming down the back straightaway, Gio Selsi gave me a slide job into three and into four. And at that time, the racetrack had blown off enough just in those four laps. I lost enough grip that I was in trouble, just finished six, part of it. So me and Dan when Maxim, he was there and me and Dan talked about that looks like that the outside looking in that when the racetrack loses grip, my car gets really bad. I can maintain when it's got grip in the track. When it gets slick, I really struggle. I'm not able to move around and, and really pounce on those guys or just more along for the ride. So, right. But with all that being said, you know, there was a little bit of, I don't know.
1: Raciness? Yeah. Is well, that I mean, a word? Anytime <laughs> you can
2: go by Geo selzy or, or Donnie Shots for that matter, you're doing something right. But then in the, the B-Main the air was really getting really good out i think the air had fell down to like 600 feet above sea level kurt was there kurt brooks was there and helping me a little bit and uh, i had him do some tuning through the night you know like after the after qualifying to the heat race we richened the motor up and then from the heat race to the feature we richened it up a little bit more because i was afraid to burn it up and we just got too much high speed pressure in it and the b main we got a good start there was was running decent and just wasn't going to make it our car was still too free and but then the engine started vibrating, and, and what that happen, What happens is, is when, a, when an engine's fuel-bound fuel or it's got too much fuel going in it, it'll detonate, and it'll vibrate. And uh, the longer it runs, the more rich the engine becomes because of the mechanical pressure system, and it'll, it'll get richer as the motor runs longer. I didn't want to hurt the engine, so I just pulled in.
1: Okay, then. And that was Friday night. Friday. Saturday, Lake Ozark Speedway.
2: Before you say anything about this, Lake Lake Ozark Speedway, we've been going there a long time. Jason Johnson Memorial, awesome yeah. race. Bobby and the Johnson family put on for this for for Jason, and uh, you know they brought some Cajun chicken pasta.
1: Around to the drivers, and
2: my goodness, it was good. It was actually after the race I ate it. It was cold, but man, it was still good. I can't imagine how good it'd be if it was warm. But then. But then uh, his mom brought uh, a little care package with some popcorn and I think there was some Some
1: alcohol. Fireball fireball and some 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 some, peach something. Yeah. I don't know.
2: They do a really good job with that race. I want to applaud them for for putting it on and doing such a great job with it.
1: Well, and I hung out in the grandstands that night, which isn't my typical place. (laughs) And it was packed like all the outlaw races are. And we had a really good time. And I just love how fast those shows go for a fan. You can just go and watch and, you know, get in and get out, and I really yeah. like that. So. We
2: don't, they don't jack around, I can no. tell you that. Yeah. There's no 2 o'clock in the mornings unless there's a rain delay.
1: Right. It was good. So, yeah, the overall, that was a good race. But for your stats, I think there were 35 cars total. You went out 31st. You qualified 31st. Woohoo! So that wasn't so great. That puts you 8th in the third heat race, and you ran 7th. That puts you 8th in the B And you transferred out of the B. You ran fourth in the B, put you 24th in the A, and you finished 23rd in the A.
2: Yep. Well, let's go back to qualifying. Stunk, 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 stunk. That's all I can say. Drove over the curb in one and two the first lap and then chickened out the second lap and just drove under it because I didn't want to drive through it. Uh, Just didn't make any good laps there. Our car wasn't that good, but didn't make any good laps. And then the heat race went out and basically run around the bottom chasing those guys the track got so dirty from the everyone throwing the bottom stuff off and just uh wasn't very good there in the heat and then the B feature came around I w- wanted to make some changes and uh this is where we started talking about the ladder stuff I spiked the ladder moved it out and uh lo and behold got some right rear grip there started started eighth in the B and and got to fourth and got transferred and made it to the show and
1: that was a nail biter you would get there you'd get in the you'd get in a transfer position we'd get a yellow you'd get in the transfer position we'd have a red it was fun to watch that was a fun race to watch
2: a fun to race to drive because i finally felt like i had some grip with the right rear and then the beat and then the feature you know starting in the back like i've said this over and over and over but got uh, going there made a few laps got some good got by a few cars uh, i don't really know how far i made it up i'd need to look in the in race monitor but Passed a few cars and was running the top there. Real felt like I was making some pretty good lap times and got lapped. Uh, and when I when I got actually I got slid by the nine car and then as soon as he slid me, I knew the racetrack was top dependent really bad. Uh, there was not a lot of bottom, and I didn't want to be in the race. In the middle of the race, being a lap car, I've said this right. through thirty seven other podcasts. But I come off of four. He slid me into three. Come off of four, and I went directly to the bottom of one and two. And I just ran the bottom for five or six laps just to stay out of the way of the race. Let, you know, six or eight cars get by me that were racing for position. And then after five or six laps, I felt like I needed to get back up on top. By that point, you know, I don't know. I felt like I was racing, you know, I would have got back in line at 10th or whatever with those guys. Just not as drastic being in the way, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, messing up the race in the front. But I knew I wasn't just going to idle around the bottom because there was nothing on the bottom. so. Went back up, got on the top, and raced around there and made some really good laps. Felt really good up there, probably the best i felt all year long. I got slid by Sunshine, Tyler mm-hmm. Courtney. I was able to drive right back. Actually, actually felt like we were gaining on the leaders. And uh, he slid me, I drove back by him, he slid me, I drove back by him, slid me, I drove back by him like three times, and I was like, you know, this guy's racing for position. What am I doing? I just didn't want to put around the bottom the rest of the race, and... So I peeled back off the top, went back to the bottom for a lap or so, thinking just to let him go and get on, you know, get out of the way or however you want to say it. And pulled back up in line, got going again, ran him down, and then Ian Matson slid me. Mm-hmm. I drove back by him. He slid me again. I drove back by him, and then I just decided it was like 25 laps in. I thought, you know what, I wouldn't want to be this guy racing these. They're they're racing for position, and I was just in the way. So finally, like twenty-five laps down, I just pulled in, and
1: so did you go back and look at your lap times? Were you, in fact, like keeping up with the lead yeah. times then yep. and everything? Yeah, through okay. the middle of the
2: race, there we were just as good as the leaders. Yep.
1: Okay. Well, that's good news.
2: Yep. Car felt really good, but
1: overall, good weekend. Very You've good. Made some progress. You have some ideas of things to improve upon going into the last few races, so that's yep. good.
2: Well, with all the results there, let's take a break and come back and see what you got.
0: Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay,
2: we're back, guys. We uh, have three races left. Okay.
1: Well, I have other exciting news. The Dirt Vision app is live.
2: That's awesome. They're not paying I downloaded me for this. It. I downloaded it, but uh, I don't think I've logged into it I yet. I don't
1: think you can get it on your television quite yet, and I know no one with Dirt Vision, so I don't know this as a fact, but I bet that's coming. I They haven't really announced that the Dirt Vision app was live, so I think it's just if you're overly excited like me you'll find it so hopefully so that's gonna happen why could, if
2: you can get it on your phone how come you can't if you got a an internet ready tv why couldn't you get it on your tv well
1: i imagine there's probably some hoops to jump through with the people that make it available the app available on the tv if you think but i bet that's coming so dirt vision app is live so you should download that on your phone and you can watch the races off your phone and hopefully off your tv soon through the app uh the other note i had was Our friend Ian Farthing was at Lakeside. I wasn't at Lakeside, but you got to meet him in person, and he got to help crew. Yep,
2: very nice kid. Very nice. uh, I just—he's a super kid. I mean, very intelligent, very uh, well spoken. Well, well spoken, but that's not what I'm. My words that I was looking for, but just observant. Really, you know, and all kids ask questions, but he asked a lot of questions, and I wish I got. Yeah, good questions. I wish I got to spend more time with him. But uh, and that's why I, I apologized to him before we ever got started. I said, listen, once I get going here, I might not be able to be so social. Thanks for him coming and his dad bringing him. And we had a good time. Awesome to meet those guys.
1: Yeah. And you all can check out Ian. He was on episode 36, I believe. But Ian Farthing with the Bench Racing Podcast. Cool kid. Good episodes. Good podcast he's got over there. So go check him out if you haven't. The other note I have is Chad Mercer came and said hi to me at Lake Ozark Speedway, and I gave him a koozie. He's a listener on the podcast, and I just wanted to say hey and thanks for stopping by.
2: That was awesome. Did you meet Chad? Yeah, I think, I think so. you did. I think you did. Yep.
1: Yeah, and then my last announcement—I guess I have like an announcement segment now, or my random thoughts. I don't know. I Don't know what dun, this is. Dun, dun. The website is live. Do you care?
2: You have a website.
1: Oh, my. No, actually, you have a website. (laughs) It is WayneJohnson2C.com. I have a website, folks. He's clueless. So purpose of the website is a place to get merchandise. And I have it basic stocked right now. We're needing the season to come to a close so I can clean out the truck with all the merchandise and get everything loaded. But I hope to have that Your one-stop shop for Wayne Johnson and Wednesdays with Wayne merch. So go check that out. WayneJohnson2c.com. It's live. Your website.
2: I guess I ought to go check it out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's got to take care of stuff
2: (laughs) around here. I guess so.
1: Okay. Time for another break.
0: Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom NOMAX race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracere at gmail.com for more information.
1: And we're back. Now it's time for the question of the week.
0: Your
2: question or someone else's question?
1: Uh, We're going to do someone else's and then mine. I have a pretty simple one.
2: Why do you always have a question of the week? Because I just... You live with me. You can't ask these questions like normal?
1: (laughs) Because you're forced to answer them if I make you do it for the podcast. I'm not forced. Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. So, we have a question and it is off of Instagram, at the Toy Car Collective. At the Toy Car Collective. And actually, if you go check that out, there's some pretty cool, I don't know if he paints them or if it's digital, but he has like these images of race cars that are really neat. I don't know. I got into a whole thing checking that out. But he asked, last week when I posted the podcast, I always post some pictures to go along with it. And I had a picture of the car on the, on scales. And this actually is a question I wanted to ask you. Or along the lines of, he said, regarding the cars on the scales, do sprints typically try to be evenly balanced on all four corners or is there some bias to help them?
2: Definitely want more rear percentage to put drive, you know, in the rear tires and more percentage for the right rear. Uh, that's what we're looking for. And we're trying to, you know, just build in maybe, you know, 50 pounds of right rear weight to the, to you know, to, of, of the start of the night. I'm stuttering here. It got me all messed up. I'm trying to think through this through. for For the most part, sprint cars are rear bow. I mean, they're they have more bio- bias in the rear of the car, and I don't know the exact so, numbers because I'm not looking at them. But
1: what what does it, does each? I don't
2: a stock car that runs ovals.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, they want more left side percentage because they're going in a circle.
1: Okay, so you put the car. You put you put. Scales under each tire of the car, and each tire is going to
2: weigh a certain amount. And you're gonna have, and then then that's the total. That's the the total weight of the whole car. Yes.
1: You think that's how they weigh an elephant?
2: Oh my god! (laughs) You weigh? How do you weigh on one scale or two? You could weigh on two scales, (laughs) but one one. But it would be
1: accurate. Would that be accurate? Yes. (laughs) No way.
2: And if you lean more to the left,
1: to and you, lean, and if, you, you lean, if
2: you lean, more to the left, you'd have more left side percentage.
1: But the total would be
2: correct. The, yes.
1: I, there's an experiment coming on. I Your don't mind is blown.
2: You. Oh my god! I told Your you mind
1: guys. Is totally blown. I
2: told you guys that she's blonde. She's crying. Are you serious? Oh my god!
1: I didn't. Have you never seen
2: a sprint car go on the scales? It's then there's four scales.
1: I mean, I guess I've seen them set the scales up at the track, and there's four, but it's never just really the light bulb hasn't came on (laughs) until
2: just then. The light bulb, the light bulb (laughs) never comes on. But anyway, well, I learned something new. But keep teaching me. Sprint cars have more rear percentage, more right rear percentage is what we're after to drive that big right rear tire. But I don't know the exact numbers in the top of my head without looking in the sheet where we wrote everything down. How much
1: does the car typically
2: weigh? Uh, like our car with 10 gallons of fuel on those scales weighed like 1,270 pounds.
1: My mind is still blown about all this scale stuff.
2: And we want, we try to start the night with 50 pounds more right rear weight. But it's so, all just
1: kind of a crapshoot after you start the night because it's not like you're reweighing the car through the night.
2: You're well, just... when you turn weight in the car, it changes the percentages. Do you understand that at all?
1: I do understand that.
2: So what I'm saying is, if you stood on two scales, one foot on the left, one foot <laughs> on the right, and you leaned left, right, you're going to have more percentage on the left foot than you're on the right. Okay, but or do nice you know
1: exactly foot. if you put like a half a turn in the right, exactly how much percentage more that's giving you? Uh, right it's career. you know it
2: varies because the fuel load. There's lots of variables. You know, like a turn of right rear weight, we gained f- almost 40 pounds. So. In hmm. the right rear, and what, what but it if, determines on what size bar, which that's the torsion bar, is the spring. So the you know if you got a lighter bar in it, it takes more right rear weight to get fifty pounds.
1: So that's why we
2: weigh. Cars. How do
1: you know the the to weight? How do you know these? Is it something you just instinctively know because you've done it so much, or is there like a standard of like if you have this bar in and you need to add this much weight, you need to do this. That's many why turns. we have scales. But you're not putting the puppy on scales mid. Midnight. No, no. So then, so how do you know? Then it's just a crap sprint
2: shoot. Sprint car racing and. Is it
1: y- in exact science? Yes. <laughs> oh, I can tell. Well, uh, no wonder. And, and the there's best, so many variables. And the
2: best guessers are the best performers. Because it's all a guess. We don't know. The track changes every minute. So it's all about a guess. That doesn't This has become a very, very in depth over a scale and an elephant and <laughs> Jesus. To, i for, like I got to look in your notes. I don't even know who asked this. Chad? I said,
1: no, the Toy Car Creative. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what you his don't real have name is. I don't know. He'll
2: tell me. Well, there you go, Toy Car guy.
1: I don't know what <laughs> <Toy> to... <car laughs> creative. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, she is nuts. That's all I know. She, whoo, wow. Blonde. It's just, Blonde moment again.
1: Okay, well, I'm sure they will be Well, thanks. Thank you for more. the
2: question. I hope that helps. Sprint car has more rear percentage other, other than, uh, and it's more right rear. Normally, there is time that you'll want to put left rear percentage in it when it gets the more select the racetrack. You'd want the left rear to drive harder than the right rear. So there's just uh, lots of variables, and we could go on and on and on about weighing cars and how much weight one turn of weight does. But it depends on the bar and this and that and just lots of variables. Better hmm. the best sprint car teams are just the best guys that are the best guessers. I don't
1: like the way that sounds, but okay.
2: Well, that's the truth. I mean, that's it, not exact science. We just
1: Is there like a program somewhere, a computer program, really smart Well, there's a lot of, there's, there's. You can put in all the variables and tell you what to do?
2: There's charts, there's like spring rates and the length of the arm and all of that stuff. Yeah, there is tools that you can use that should tell you all that stuff, but there's variables of how much fuel's in it, the ride height. That's
1: why you need a computer program that you type in all those things.
2: Too much, I'll just keep writing in my book.
1: Okay good for you are you ready for my question it's wanna, not as exciting as, I want to get an app well I'm sure Sprint there will app. be one I'm sure in a few years or whatever that will exist
2: there we go we need to have one of these smart kids create an app where you can download all of your setups and all that into a app and then we can sell it
1: you get on that mister yeah. I don't even um, know how to make a I don't even know that we have a website okay my question I think I may have asked this before, but I don't think I have. What is your favorite, like, if you're going to get pumped up, like, your favorite song? You need a pick-me-up song or you're going to the gym. What's your favorite song?
2: It varies.
1: What do you mean it varies? You don't have, like, on my music, on my phone, I have, like, a playlist of my, if I need to get pumped up. You don't have one song?
2: No, a lot of, I mean, there's lots of songs that pump you up. Okay. I mean, I really don't. That
1: was a horrible question.
2: Pump up the jam. Pump it up. <laughs> Pump it up. I don't know.
1: Well, that was worth it because you sang to me. Okay. <laughs> but, no,
2: I really don't have one. Lots of rock and roll songs that I do. Is it
1: rock and roll? Do you, like...
2: Yeah, that would definitely be the what you'd want to... You wouldn't want to do opera.
1: Well, I don't know. You listen to, like, Red Dirt Country. I don't know. You have, like, a well, song Well that's my, that's
2: my preference it's just to chill music. music.
1: Okay. But, but you're if you're going you want, to the gym and you're like, I want to run.
2: and I'd say ACDC would get you pumped. There you go. Any ACDC or any Van Halen.
1: Yep, you're out of my decades just, here. I don't know. Okay.
2: I don't really have one in particular.
1: Okay, good to know.
2: But I did like pump up the Jam. That was <laughs> pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I don't see you running listening to pump up the Jam. No, you okay. not
2: happening. Whatever. Sounded, now we know. It sounded good though, didn't it? Yep. All
0: right, guys, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Shane's Custom Graphics, making you look faster since 1990. From NASCAR to go-karts, and with 20 years in the sign industry, Shane's Custom Graphics is your one-stop shop for logos and graphic design, as well as wraps and graphic installation. Contact Shane at Shane's Custom Graphics at 704-870-1096 or email at shanescustomgraphics at gmail.com.
2: Okay, guys, we're back. (laughs) What do you got now? Review time. Guess, oh, guess oh, how many reviews we have. By the way, Pop Bottles was here today. What'd he say? And uh, he was going to come into the house and ask you how to rate, review, and subscribe because he doesn't know how, but he listens every week. So,
1: Well, Pop Bottles, thank you. And next time I see you, I will, I will help you do that. So
2: there's your 67th.
1: Oh, okay. It doesn't count until it's on the review. Uh, well, However, can... so we're at 66. I'm going to read this week's Brendan Davey. I just found this on CastBox. I don't know what CastBox is. Apparently, you can listen to a podcast there. But he says, hey, guys, from your fan down under. So maybe CastBox is an Australian thing. Either way, thanks, Brendan, for putting that out there. We appreciate it. So that's what I've got for reviews. Guys, if you'll help us reach 100, we're getting closer. And I know it's like one a week closer, but everyone counts. So rate, review, and subscribe. Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening. And also, if you can share the podcast with your friends, that helps us a lot too. You got anything else, hun?
2: No, not really. I think you've covered it all there.
1: So I'll give you my closing. Like always, you can follow along on social media Facebook, Instagram, Wayne Johnson Racing. You can email us at WayneJohnsonRacing at yahoo.com. You can call or text us anytime at 405 362. 0620, and you can check out the new website, waynejohnson2c.com.
2: Going to go to Kokomo this weekend and having a week off for Halloween. and Oh, that's one thing we can talk about. We were wrapping it up. I know, but I forgot about it. Okay, Kokomo, one more thing. Kokomo having a Halloween, Halloween costume contest for the crew guys.
1: Yeah, we need an idea for Slippy, guys, and we don't have a lot of time. Give us a good uh, costume idea for Slip. I guess there's some money on the line.
2: Three hundred bucks or something. Well,
1: that's worth
2: it. I told him he needed to be Drew Brenner, but <laughs> with uh, the
1: long hair and the bandana thing. Yeah, he
2: would look good. I mean, those crew guys—they all really look hard. up. They all look up to Drew, so right. And they got to wear it all night, so can't be anything that you can't work in. So
1: okay, well, we need an idea for slip for a costume by what Friday? You race Saturday? Yes. Okay, so help us out there, guys.
2: Yep. Well, okay, guys. With that being said, uh, keep listening. See you next week.
0: This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.